Big Pleasures League. Uh, the better team out of two. And Gaza on eight. That was just cool. We'll talk about it in a second. But the Eels are the better team here long term. But overall, we all know that... I'm pretty certain... Did the Dragons beat the Eels last year? Oh, I think they might have won. I'm pretty certain they have a good record against them. Because I think I was talking about this with Entertain House. Uh, I'll quickly have a look here in regards to... Because you can go on quickly and look at the history. So 26 to 12 to the Dragons last year, yeah. Uh, and then oh, before that was 28 6 to the Eels. Dragons have a pretty good record here against against the Eels, yeah. Well, it's 50-50 throughout the late 2010s, but it's Dragons have a good record here. Look, I think that this is going to be a close one. The Eels obviously are very lucky to be uh, in the position they are where they're not one and two rather than being two and one because we all know what happened in that Gold Coast Titans game where uh, there was a lot of dubious calls that went against the Gold Coast. But with that being said, you know, forget those calls. They win the game. That's cool. But there was a lot of negatives and more positives about the Titans and more negatives at the Eels than obviously the Eels would have wanted. The Sharks game, obviously, they lost that one. It was close, but they lost it. In the third game they did go and beat the Melbourne Storm which was great in Melbourne and they've got a bit of a hoodoo over them so I think that there's a bit of unrealistic expectation or un, uh, unrealistic ways of thought about how this Eels team is right now because people are forgetting that Titans game pretty quickly and the Sharks lost pretty quickly and just automatically assuming they beat the Storm they're going to win the comp but then again that's what Eels fans have always done you know that's what Eels fans have done for for my entire life it's always their year it's always the next year uh, you know where they're going to do it and granted you have to back in your team but I don't think a dollar thirty one odds there are uh, is is worth it at all I definitely would be preferring them around the one dollar sixty five mark kind of thing and Dragons maybe two dollars twenty uh, Dragons obviously you know they won the first weekend's the Warriors team that was terrible in that game second game they who they, I don't know who they played in the second game but they absolutely got they got uh, smacked up this week, didn't they? Who did they play over the weekend? Um, they played the Sharks and got absolutely smacked up there, 36 to 12, and beat, got beat by the Panthers. And actually, not too bad of a game there for the Dragons, but the Panthers were still the better team, in my opinion. Uh, but the Dragons, yeah, I, I, I think it'll be close. But I'll probably, I don't know. We'll see how we go with, with these team lineups. The Dragons look sound like they've had the, a bit of a rough end of the stick there with, with, the, with the terms of the draw. Um, but again, this game, as we said, could be really close. Um, in terms of the fullback battle, who do you think's won this one? I, for me, it's Gutho, but who, who do you think has personally has won this one? Any Eels fan who watches my channel is going to, you know, they're, they're going to go off here because they're going to be so happy that I finally said something positive about Clint Gutherson. But I'm going to take Gutherson there because I still think he is a good fullback. I still think that he definitely is a good defensive role. Besides that Titans game, he was woeful. He was at point, he was a reason for three or four tries in that. I think three tries in that Titans game were literally on him. Um, and he's actually usually a really good defensive fullback. So I'm still going to take Gutho there. And I think the experience really does obviously pull through. He's a captain. So I'll say, I'll take Gutherson, but he is gigantically overrated by Eels fans, by Eels fans specifically. That's why everyone makes fun of Eels fans for it because you have given yourself the unrealistic expectations about how good of a fullback he is and how good he can be. He is decent, but he is nowhere near your uh, viewpoint. So uh, I love Gutho in the sense of structuralization of the the defense and, uh, you know, putting the guys into the line and, and getting something good going from behind. But overall, yeah, I'm taking Gutho, but there is a lot of question marks about him as a top three, top five kind of fullback. I do like Gutho. I think that he is a really talented fullback for the Parramatta Eels. And, you know, while he hasn't been obviously the standout over the past few weeks, 
Uh, he has played some pretty decent fullback. I thought he was really good last week, actually, uh, against the Storm. I think he had a pretty decent performance against the Storm. Um, so, yeah, I'm picking Gutho here. Tyrell Sloan, though, really talented young guy coming through, and I'm very excited to see how he goes up against the Parramatta Eels. Uh, Just quickly here before you move on, in regards to Gutherson, I think that he would have been a top three fullback maybe 10 years ago. I'm not even thinking about the guys he would have been going up against because, oh, well, there's Billy Slater and whatnot. But I think that he would have been a much better fullback in this game style that we saw 10 years ago or even the game style we saw in 2016 between the Sharks and Storm Grand Final year. I think that was a lot more of a defensive era. And I think that he would have been much better back then. But now the game has gone away from that kind of fullback and it's definitely a lot more attacking. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I, I guess I can agree with that. And no, I think that Gutho, for me, is still a maybe a top five, top six sort of fullback. I think that's where he sort of sits. But I, I, I do like his game. I, I do like how he's, he's formed over the past few years. And while he can have an off game, I think that he does make up for it the following week. And I think he was really good against the Melbourne Storm. I think he's good in the big moments, Clinton Gutherson. Um Look at the, at the back line. We've got Wonga Blake, Will Panasini, Tom Opacek, and Bailey Simonson versus Matt Fagai. I think that's how you say it, Matt Fagai. Um, I think B&I or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Moses Sully, Zach Lomax, and Michaeli Ravalewa uh, for those back lines. Who are you taking there? Uh, first, Tosaviti for Mikhail Ravalawa. Uh, but I think that I would take the uh, – scroll just a little bit here. Scroll just up a little bit more so I can see the other ones there. I'd probably take the Dragons there. I do like Fing and I and Ravalawa on the wings. Moses Sully and Zach Lomax are, are quite good. Will Pernsini and Tom Opacic, not that great in my opinion. And then Simonson and – who is the other winger there for the Eels? Because Sivo's not back yet, is he? Uh, no, sorry. I'll scroll up a little bit more. Wonga uh, Blake. Wonga yeah, Blake. There you go. yeah. Yeah, um, I'd take, I'm taking the Dragons there. I, I, I like the Dragons' back line way more. Yeah, for sure. I think that in terms of explosiveness, I think the Dragons definitely have the better back line here. I do like the Eels, though. I like Wonga Blake. I think that he has been in some pretty good form, uh, especially last week. He's a strong, strong player. I didn't realize how strong he was until he scored that try last week against the Storm. It just barged them over. It was a Mike Acevo move there. He's trying to replicate for the man that isn't there. But... Um, yeah, his strength in that wing spot is really good. I like Simonson as well, prolific try scorer, but we haven't really seen that from him as of yet. But I reckon later in the season, he's definitely going to be scoring a few tries. Uh, Will Penasini and Tom Opacek, I really rate Tom Opacek, and I was spewing that he wasn't in the side at the back end of last season. Um, but yeah, Will Penasini is a really good young gun coming through. Uh, Zach Lomax has been in some great form as well. So. Uh, look, if I'm picking gun to my head, I'm going to have to go for the. Uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons, just in terms of that back line, in terms of the explosiveness, in terms of the where the game's at, at the moment, I do pick uh, the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Um, moving Absolutely. on to the halves, moving on to the halves, we've got Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses, Talatau Amon, and Ben Hunt. Um, I think both halves have been in some pretty decent form, especially Dylan Brown last week. He was on the moon pretty much. Great performance from Dylan Brown. Um, yeah, who, do you, who are you taking here? I'm taking the Eels here pretty easily. I think that Dylan Brown has been exceptional uh, in regards to most of the, the games this year. And I think even in the Titans game, he was he was great until he got moved to position, actually. Uh, and then with Mitchell Moses, obviously, he's a fantastic halfback there. Uh, for the Dragons, obviously, Ben Hunt is unreal. Still one of him in the nine, but obviously, I understand why he's there in the seven. And Tal Mono is still very, very young. Uh, has potential, but very, very young. So I'm taking Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses here by actually a, a country mile. 
Well, there you go. Um, Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses there over Teletime and Ben Hunt. I have to agree with you there. Um, over a country mile as well. I think that in the form they've been in the past few weeks has been really good. However, Teletown and Moan and Ben Hunt have been in some pretty decent form themselves and have sort of been the standouts for their team as well, in my opinion. I think they've really st- uh, stood out. Uh, Teletown and Moan, really good young gun coming through and sort of a bit underrated in terms of the thing he's done the things he's done, sorry, at the St. George Laura Dragons in the past few weeks. Um, and he suits Ben Hunt perfectly, to be honest. Ben Hunt being the organizer uh, and then Amon being that sort of off-the-cuff sort of guy. But Ben Hunt having a bit of flair about him as well uh, in the halves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. I think Dragons have been fine. And I think the, the halves have been good. But I definitely think the Eels are better there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, terms of the forward pack. Now, I'm... Personally, before I even name this forward pack, Eels have got it for me. I think they've got an out-and-out superstar forward pack. Very unfortunate that Ray Stone will be out for the season with that ACL injury. Very, very unfortunate for them and that side. And, um, geez, he would have been great for them, especially this week. Um, But we have got Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Paulo in the front row, Reid Mahoney at nine, Sean Lane, Isaiah Papali'i in the back row, Nathan Brown at lock. And then we have Francis Molo and Blake Laurie in the front row for the Dragons. Moses Zembai at nine, who questionable for me. Um, Jack Bird and Jack Gozaweski in the back row with Tarek Sims at lock. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Eels there easy. Like not even not even a question there. Really confused that Moses Zembai, obviously he's just not that fantastic and never has been fantastic really at any of the clubs. He had like a little bit of form at the Tigers for a brief minute, but... Besides that, hasn't really done anything. Um, obviously, the front row is there. Regan Campbell-Gillandrian, Paulo, very easy. Reed Marnik, very easy. Uh, I think that Jack Bird actually probably... I prefer Jack Bird than Sean Lane. I'm not a big fan of Sean Lane, individually speaking. Uh, but with that being said, like, as I probably easily beats Kostrowski and uh, Nathan Brown for me. Oh, I actually probably lean with Tarek Sims over Nathan Brown. But I think that overall, as a as a collective pack, I'm definitely taking the Eels by more than a country mile. Yeah. Um, I, again, the front rowers and the hooker easily... Uh, over the St. George Laura Dragons. However, Molo and Laurie, two really good front rowers. Uh, Moses Zembai, he's sort of been the fill-in man for every club he's been in. He's sort of been the fill-in man and he's been expected to sort of perform at a very high standard. I think he's a very good fullback, um, but he sort of is. He's turned him into this full fill-in man um, where he's basically been told you'd be just to be chucked in. Uh, wherever he goes. I think the only reason really that Moses Zembai was brought to the St. George was to one, be a fill-in man, but also to help these younger guys, Talatama and Tyrell Sloan, uh, and even Bud Sullivan, who isn't even, hasn't even been in the side yet, sort of uh, mature into their roles. So, mm. look, very interesting there. Uh, Bird and Gozaweski, oh, I do like. Um, Bird over the Sean Lane for me as well. Um, I have to agree with you, Papali'i over Gozaweski. Um, and then Tarek Sims uh, over Nathan Brown, too, I have to agree with. I do like Tarek Sims. And look, for me, he's a back rower, but he will sort of have to mature into the middle at some stage. So it's great that um, he's being put there now and, and sort of getting used to that. But I thought he was pretty good last week as well in the middle. For well, some when, when you're getting touted to be going to either the Storm or the Panthers, you know, you've got some pretty positives, uh, pretty good positives about you. Yeah, for sure. I reckon he'd be unreal at the Storm. Unreal, and he'd suit that side so well. And it's, he'd be great uh, coming in for a guy like Christian Welsh, who has been ruled out for most of the season, if not the whole season. Um, mm. So, 
Jeez, that would be unreal having a guy like Tarek Sims coming to the cover. Definitely put a bit of take a bit of pressure off the Melbourne Storm if there was any on them in the first place. Um, but in terms of this game, in terms of the Eels and the Dragons, what is your scoreline? How do you see this one playing out? Uh, I'm going to still take the Eels just because I'm still not a big fan of the Dragons, but. I think that the, yeah, the form of Moses and Brown is, is what's going to get it over the line here for me. I'm going to probably go with a pretty basic score line here of like a 28 to 16 or a 26 to 14 kind of deal, uh, but definitely in favor of the Eels. I don't think, I think that the odds for the Dragons are actually, pre, I think that it should have been closer in regards to odds, but I think that Eels at Combank should be able to get the job done here. But like I said, the Dragons have a decent record in recent years over the Eels. Yeah, it's going to be a very close one for me. I'm taking the Eels as well, but I'm taking them 18 to 6. I reckon St. George will score one, but I think that'll be 18 to 6, very close to try sort of margin. There we go, guys. We're done. We're finished. Round four preview. That is it. I want to thank BKR Sport for hopping on here. Blaze, it was an absolute pleasure. Cheers, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, obviously, we we slapped that one out. No one can say that we didn't, buddy, go in-depth into, into our thoughts on the, the games there. And now it's good to uh, thank you for having me on, man. So, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, cheers. Um, go follow BKR Sport on Instagram. Uh, anything that you'd like to say, promote yourself on any other channels that you're on? Uh, well, we do have a couple of other channels, but I think just mainly in regards to obviously BKR Sport, we do vlogs till we go to the games, we get pumping, we get crazy, we get wild and we do those vlogs. Obviously a vlog just came out just before actually for the Titans and Raiders game that I flew down for on Friday. It's going to be a Titans Tigers vlog and uh, we obviously do streams when I'm not at the games where I sit back and talk to you guys. So now it's all good fun and we just get around it and, uh, you know, chat footy and get a bit of banter because I get absolutely slaughtered when my team loses. So if, if you come in there, Talking, buddy, about my team. Don't worry, I'll reply to you guys too. So, <laughs> you know, it's all good fun. But no, we I appreciate it. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thank you for choosing Big Lizards League and all a rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one. There you go, guys. That is your round four preview. Let me know if you guys like me doing it like this. Let me know if you guys like me splitting it up into each day, each game. I thought it was quite effective. I thought it's quite interesting because you get the review, a preview, sorry, on the day. Uh, But let me know if you guys really like us doing it like that. And make sure you go give BKR Sport a follow. He does a lot of content. He also runs Titans Frontline, which is very popular for those Titans fans. He goes out, talks to the players, talks to some of the coaching staff. Talks to some significant players there as well. So make sure you give him a follow on both of his platforms, being BKR Sport and Titans Frontline. Make sure you go subscribe to his YouTube as well. He posts a lot of content on there and also broadcasts some games as well. A bit of commentary, which I'm looking to start doing as well. But thank you for choosing Big Lizards League and all rugby league experience. I recommend this podcast to a friend and I'll see you guys in the next one. Well,